Yes, sir. All right. Good morning, everybody. Let me go through my checks. Yeah, everything's on. Okay, just have to make sure we are rolling. Welcome back, everybody. Right. So, it's the start of this new day, Thursday, the 11th of May. So, we're going to pick up right where we left off. You know, we're going to get right into this Proverbs. Because it's going to take disease time to spread. So there's there's nothing to tell you. you you're just going to see it. You're going to see it. <clears throat> just like Corona, from the time it started until the time you felt the effects was about three, four months. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see it in about four months. All right. Chapter 22. A good name is better than great wealth. See, so this has been lost. People think wealth is a good name. Mm -hmm. It's not. A good name is better than wealth. And that has to do with integrity. A good name is not about don't say nothing bad about me. Of course, they shouldn't say nothing bad about you, but you know people going to try you and they're going to say something bad. The thing is, if you have integrity attached to your name, right, you don't compromise by breaking any of these laws. Then what happens is the integrity that you have kept in your way, they won't that what they say about you will not be able to stand but you live in a country where it's all about image. It's not about actual, actually having a good name. So you guys worship images, the image of success, the image of wealth, the image of fame. So the image of it is not it. So you don't have a good name. I have a good name. You can come out here and you could check it in the land. You might find some people don't like me, but by and large, they're not going to tell you that I break the law. They just didn't agree with my understanding of it. That's how they felt. That's personal, especially when you come from another country. Everybody who got a problem came from another country. They all came from the West. Everybody here tell you straight. This one is good man. He's a righteous man. No problem. They tell you. Good name. Right? Out here, your name is credit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If your name good and they know you're dependable, you're reliable, you have strong integrity. Mm-hmm. You you can just go on and get what you need. And yeah, they support you. They're very supportive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Continue. And favor better than silver and gold. It sure is. Mm. <laughs> I can't even talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing to pray for something and have to wait for it. It's another thing to sit down, plan, discuss, and pray for something. And before 
you finish praying, it has materialized in front of you. It wasn't supposed to. Like, it wasn't on nobody's radar. Yeah. I'm not talking about showing up like a genie. I have no idea mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. But you're going to have to learn this in the process. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you about it. You're going to have to experience it. Then I can explain it. So continue. The rich man and the poor man have met one another. They sure have. But Allah created both of them. So Allah makes one man rich and he makes another man poor and he switches. Sometimes the poor man rich and then the rich man poor. He switches. He abounds and abases, which is why speaking highly of the man because he's a rich and speaking against him because he's poor Mm. is blaspheming against Allah Mm. because he created them both. Mm. So they meet each other. They meet each other when they up and when they down. Doesn't matter, they meet. Mm-hmm. We all live on this together. We need to know how to continue to live on this together. The prudent man sees an evil and hides himself. Mm. See? Mm. You see that right there? Mm-hmm. You see, that's clear, ain't it? Very clear, sir. The prudent man. Okay? Let's let's make sure we have the definition, you know, because sometimes people don't understand these words. They just jump in on class 13, and they don't want to really go out and get the true understanding. So let's talk about prudence again, right? Careful or wise in handling practical matters, exercising good judgment. Good judgment. Careful or wise in handling practical matters. Right? So we are dealing with wisdom and it is taken practically. I don't take wisdom literally. You see? Mm -hmm. So in the place where wisdom is involved, there is practicality. Everything is done. It is simple, small steps that any person can do to get from one situation to the next stage. Mm -hmm. From one stage to the next. Okay? Okay. Wisdom is practicality. Mm. Okay? Instruction... Is literal. Uh, wisdom is practical, and instruction is literal. Mm. The prudent man, okay, the prudent man. Sees an evil. Okay? (laughs) This evil 
is not present with him. He is not participating in it. A lot of people mistake this season evil as for something happening immediately. He can see evil always, the stumbling block that is coming ahead. And he knows how to take the practical steps to avoid the stumbling block. What is he doing? Hiding himself. See, wise, practical steps, hiding himself. See? See? So I have exercised prudence just this week in the plannings of the building and the preparation for this people. I saw a stumbling block coming. And I've prepared myself to take now an exit route, a route to hide myself. Hmm. You see? So... Continue. But the simple-minded pass on and are made to pay for it. And the simple-minded, they pass on. To pass on, this actually, this phrase means to continue directly toward the stumbling block, the evil they see coming, Mm -hmm. and they are made to pay for it. You pay the price. So when I told you, no matter what, there is a price to pay. Yes. Nothing free. Correct. Okay? Yes. Causes you everything. Whether you simple or whether you prudent, there's a price to pay. You must decide on the price you wish to pay. If you sometimes you are stuck with a choice. Okay? Mm-hmm. I will, I have two options here. One, praise on life and death. The final outcome of this stumbling block, somebody might be in danger of life and death. Right? Now I'm talking about how the prudent man sees it. I'm not talking about the reality of the decision. Just the outcome of going down this path. Right? Myself or another person may end up losing their life on this path. Okay? And the other path, you might see and say, well, if I take this way, I will increase responsibility and it will just cost me some money. Right? It cost me some time, it cost me some money, and I'll have to increase the responsibility. The prudent man looks at that and says, that's a reasonable price. And there may be some benefit down the road to uh, increase me. Mm. I'll take this hit now and look at the outcome further down the road. I maybe can turn this into something profitable to me, profitable to my family. 
So when when it comes to prudence, it is very important to know the outcomes. To know the outcome. To reason. To reason before acting. You have to know what you're paying, right? So in in establishing the village, we start out with a rough estimate of how many we anticipate to come. How much do we want to prepare for? Okay? And in preparing for the sustainability of this much people, we look at the equipment, the livestock, the housing, the supplies, the necessities, the food for the animals, the payroll for workers, training. We looked at all of these things and we came up with the budget. Okay? Then we have the instruction of how many promotional positions are there within this time frame that are appointed to be here at this time, at this stage, according to the instruction. So now we've taken the practical steps of the calculating of the cost and we've taken the, the instructional steps by putting in the limitations, cost and limitations. And we know the outcome of these two that will produce prosperity in the future. Right? But you have to look and see, we're dealing with people, what are some of the things that come with that? And you have to install controls. Mm. There must be a control. This and this, and there's a line that cannot be crossed. Okay? Why? This line is a protection for those coming in. They are under a protection. They cannot be preyed upon. They didn't come here for that. Okay? And then there's a line to, to, for this not to be invaded or infringed upon either the either or. You see? So there's controls. Okay? The dog have the dog food. Mm -hmm. The sheep have the sheep food. There's control. Yes. This and this don't eat the same. Right. And you don't want to starve the dog lest he turn around and begin to look at the sheep like yes. they food. Yes. Mm. You see? There's controls. The dog can protect the sheep. The dog can also eat the sheep. Mm. Mm. So if you have proper controls, proper system, and proper order, then the dogs don't eat the sheep. They protect the sheep. Mm. Right? That's the nature of what you are coming into. Mm. Continue. The consequence of humility is fear of yeah, yeah, wealth and honor and life. Mm. So there's a consequence. There is a price to be paid. 
Okay? You're going to pay dearly <coughs> to gain the fear of Allah. But the reward will be wealth, honor, and life. What is it going to cost you? It's going to cost you everything. Humility, most people don't understand. Humility is also from the word humiliation. The act of humiliating, the, the, the degrading, degradation. The state of being humiliated or disgraced, shame, and humiliating condition or circumstance. Okay. So humiliate, humility, humiliation, all of these words stem from the same root. You will come from the shame. You must relearn shame. Mm. People talk about being humble and they don't want to talk about shame. You cannot be shameless having no shame and be humble. It don't go together. You see? <sighs> What is shame? A painful emotion caused by the belief that one is or perceived by others to be inferior or unworthy of affection or respect because of one actions, thoughts, circumstances, or experiences. So when you take shame, mm -hmm. You cannot be humble if you do not think that you are wrong. You do not know that you were the one in error. You see? Yes. So the consequence of the fear of Allah, the price you're going to have to pay is shame, humility. You're going to recognize you're wrong. You have been wrong, consistently wrong, abundantly wrong, above all you can ask or think. Yes. You were wrong. Mm. Yes. And until you recognize you are wrong, to change your ways, to change how you live, to change where you live, to change how you give to change what you give until you give everything up for, and to change you cannot enter the fear mm. and a lot of people sorely mistake this mm. step 
Yes. They get on a plane, they come out, and they just want to go forward in life. I'm forgiven, I'm here, forget about everything we hear. Mm. No. Don't work that way. You've lived wrong all the time. You just got off the plane. We have to correct everything that you've been doing wrong. You have to change everything. Mm. You didn't you didn't leave here an American. You came back an American. You weren't an American when you left. You weren't African when you left. You're coming back here with that. Right. You weren't European when you left. You weren't Asian or Polynesian or anything when you left. When the children of Israel got scattered, they didn't leave here. Mm -hmm. As the things they are coming back to now. So you're wrong. And as you hear you wrong, you're going to have to hold your head down and have some shame and take the re-education. It is the price for the fear of Allah, the fear of Yayah. Mm. And in doing so, you will gain wealth, you will gain honor, and it will increase the days of your life. Day to day. You have today to extend your life Today, and then tomorrow, you get a new today. Mm-hmm. How long will it sustain for? It is indefinite. You must give rise to the occasion to terminate it. Okay? You don't eat right. You gave rise to the occasion for the termination of your life. Mm-hmm. You don't work and exercise and do what you're supposed to do to keep your body strong. You gave rise for your body to be weak in the day you needed strength. You did. (laughs) These are basic, I'm using very basic things to help you understand. Okay? Because it will always be this basic. Okay? The day you need your kidneys to survive and you drunk yourself under a table in a fishbowl for 40 years and your kidneys are gone, guess what? You gave rise to this occasion. You did. So let's continue. There is a trap on the perverse path. And whoever guards his soul shall stay far from them. <laughs> now I explained oh. this just the other day. Yes. The other the other day, right? The day before, the day before yesterday. Sure did. And I explained this again in the prudent man. Yes, you have. So I explained it from the view of the prudent man. There is some snares, and I don't want to go that way. Okay? Now, let's take this from the view of the perverse man. Mm -hmm. Right? He's on the perverse path. Okay? How do you know this man is perverse? He got on the path of perversity. Mm -hmm. Okay? So let's talk about perversion, right? 
let's create a very easy scenario because this one I've faced umpteen times. I mean, over the years. Yes. A brother gets on a plane. He flies over here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I made it out. All right. All right, brother. So what's the plan? I want wives. First thing, he just get off the plane. He don't have a pot to piss in, a window to throw it out of. He have no course of protection, planning or nothing. I want wives. How'd you get them? Where's the women's? Where's he at? He's on the path of perversity. He is looking at women as an object to be obtained. Right? For his pleasure. Right? Or maybe for her pleasure. Or both. However you slice it up, he has only looked at this thing from the pleasure perspective. Mm-hmm. Either emotionally or physically. Because you know they get this emotional stimulant, they call it love. Mm-hmm. They receive the emotional stimulation, they call it love. Here's what he has not considered. Is this woman beneficial to his soul? Is she beneficial to his life? Okay. Is she going to contribute, not financially, but in some way towards his destiny in the future? We'll be back right after this. All right. So he is not considered with her care her well-being, her rights, her protection, her needs, her health. He has not considered her entirely. He has not considered what he is joining himself to in family. He's not considered these things. Mm-hmm. Okay? He has it. He just got off the plane yesterday and he just want wives. Yes. He doesn't know what they're entitled to, what they're entitled to receive, right? What the decisions they can make, what the decisions they can't make, and how does this affect him as the husband? Mm. He hasn't considered what is a husband and how to be a husband in this country. He's thinking about the husband from America. Yes, 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 yes. So he's on the path of perversity. Mm. And therein lies his trap and his snare. He may arrive and there's another woman or young lady who arrives and he's eyeballing about who he might get with mm-hmm. and he's like yep she came out surely she is righteous she's thinking the same thing about him yeah surely he's righteous he came out mm-hmm. this is the trap 
You have two fools here. Neither of them know anything, and they haven't developed or matured or taken the time to learn what's necessary so that when they get into this situation, they have a provision, they have a preparation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's on the perverse path. Mm-hmm. Right? He hasn't done nothing yet. He just desires a thing, and then immediately he goes out to pursue it. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, this, this. He hasn't thought about anything. Right. What I what I recognize, um, brother, is a lot of, of the source of that is based on the image, the imagination of their of their mind that they have created of what they think it is to be who we are as a man and not having an understanding as you were saying of what it is to be a man of Allah to to be a husband to govern his home they don't have that custom or tradition, they're just running off their imagination and then they expect everyone else around to worship that idol of their image in their mind. Yeah, very corrupt, very perverse. That's true. So you have an image. So this perverse path, you haven't done anything. You just want to. See, you haven't done anything. Mm. You just want to. You're not considering the responsibility. Okay? You know, I looked up the word perverse. Mm -hmm. It said, turn away from what is right or good, corrupt, improper, incorrect, contrary to the evidence or the direction of the judge on a point of law, mm-hmm. obstinate in opposing what is right, reasonable, or accepted. Exactly. So it is reasonable to first prepare yourself mm. before taking on the responsibility. Too many times. Where I came from, before I come into my education, before I begin to build my father's house, before I get into this situation, you find yourself getting the dog before you get the dog house. You get the sheep before you build the sheep pen. Prudence. Prudence. Mm. Okay. I want to get sheep. What do you need for the sheep? This is the first question before we get it. (laughs) Yes. This determines whether or not we get the sheep. Can we get what the sheep need? So... Whoever, so this goes out to any and every person, 
not that's not a man thing. That's not a woman thing. It is a practical thinking. Whoever guards his stole should should stay far from them. Meaning, sometimes it is unavoidable. Sometimes there is something you have to go through. I have come to learn in training people, a good head bump is necessary. You should not, should not bump your head, but you will. You will bump your head where it is needed. You shouldn't, right? So the person, whoever guards his soul, whoever is, has the restriction upon his thoughts to preserve his life, should stay far from those paths, okay? Before I go out and I get this, I want to get this established. I don't want to go ill-prepared, okay? Once I see things coming and the way things begin to plan out and unfold, I may go and make a necessary step to avoid certain stumbling blocks, okay? Oh, we're here to pour the foundation. Wait a minute. We can't pour the foundation yet. They have to finish leveling the pit. pit. Right. Step by step. They mm. dug the pit. It's not yet level. We have to level it out, give the guys a few hours, and then we'll pour. And we'll set a border to protect it to let it cure. You see? One step at a time. Making sure the first step is done and you see that, oh, we got it done. The pit is here, but there's a problem. It's unlevel. Let's take some of the dirt and scrape it over here and over there. Let's tramp it down, and then it will be good to pour. We won't have any unsettling and the foundation crack mm -hmm. or the foundation is crooked or slanted or anything. We lay a solid, good foundation. That is the difference between the prudent path and the perverse path. The perverse path is, I just get the wife. But we're going to go through hell and high water regardless. None of our forefathers did this. Huh. None of them. They all prepared for what they were receiving. You, you remember in a conversation earlier when you was talking about the sand, the early bird catches the worm. Mm -hmm. That's perverse. It is. Now that you're breaking down, that's very perverse. Right. You did. It was I didn't even use that saying, but you know what I'm saying? Like the idea of hopping up on the first and jumping at these opportunities. You go and you see the prudent people 
and they don't actually hop on the opportunity. Okay? They don't jump at opportunity. They consider the gains and the losses. Period. You go watch, uh, what's that show? Shark Tank. Yes, yes. Everybody's up there and they got some sort of opportunity. Then they start talking the numbers, the figures, mm-hmm. what's the cost. They start considering the cost. They're not jumping at the opportunities. Mm-hmm. They know whether or not you are doing good business by how you are functioning. They know what they can make. They know where it could possibly go. They have an idea before they pitch their offers and agreement. They know. They're not jumping at every opportunity that comes up. And the first opportunity, I'm going to jump on it because I know this is going to be the best. I don't want to miss out. They don't have a I don't want to miss out mentality. Mm. Prudent people don't have I don't want to miss out mentality. Okay. Most of them have endurance. Let's see how this pans out after some time. Let's see where this is going and I'll strike. I'll make my move with what remains. You see? So whoever guards his soul should stay far from the perverse path. Meaning once you see it, you're doing your best to be on the path of righteousness. Okay? So if I have one path that leads to life, wife, uh, fruitfulness, development, and there's another path, and it's leading to divorce, lust, heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Can, not, not building a family. I don't go that way. Mm-hmm. Okay? I just don't go that I don't go this way. Right? Lust is perversity, right? I desire this woman because she is sexy. I desire the woman, uh, her body, I just, I want. No, no, it's not my desire. So there's a perverse path and there's a righteous path. This, on this way, I build from my family. I am increasing and we are working and building together. Okay, so you stay far from it. Okay, and that's just a simple one, but it applies in so many different applications. Okay, oh, let's do this. We can charge and get more money. Oh, the river path. You're going to charge usury. Perverse. It's not going to work out for you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Continue. Train a child towards his way. So that when he is old, he will not deviate from it. So this is where the perfection of your walk as an adult comes into play. So as an adult, 
You're going to have to be perfected in your walk and keeping the law in the eyes of the child because the child is in training and you are the example of the goal. It doesn't matter what you say to that child. You want to tell the child to do right, but you don't live right. That child is going to grow up and live by the example he saw. Yes. He'll say the right things because that's how you taught him to talk. Yeah. But the example they will live by is how you lived. So yes. if you don't if you don't live lawfully, that child is not going to live lawfully. Yes. Okay? If your community is full of filth, your child is going to get the filth of the of the community on him when he goes out into it. That's your fault. Mm -hmm. So when it says train, you have to train. This has to be a full-on environment of learning of he's going to make the child is the one making the mistakes and bumping their heads. Mm -hmm. Not the adult so much, at least in the eyes of the child. Mm. The child is watching the adult pray. The child is watching the adult do. The child sees the adult prosper. The child is trained in the adult's family business yes. to prosper in it after the adult ages out of the worker position. Okay. I know hotel chain owners. You know who the managers of the hotels? The children. children. Mm -hmm. The sons. Okay. Continue. The rich man rules over the poor, but a slave lends to the lender. Period. See, the rich man rules over the poor. You say, why does the rich man rule over the poor? Right? And it's because the poor man does not have a provision. A rich man will have a provision. Right? The person who owns the land has the provision. Mm hmm the person who needs the place to live on this land has to come to the rich man and must abide by the rich man's rules. See? It wasn't so much about rich and poor and not the amount of money because the poor man can have more money than the rich man. And you say, what? The poor man he have money in abundance, but he doesn't have, he has a need. The neediness made him poor. The neediness. The rich man have no need. So when one comes to the other out of his need, the roles reverse. It's not the amount of money. So you need a place to stay and you decide you want to stay in this hotel. The hotel will tell you what their hotel rules are. 
and you will accept because you need to stay there. So they have rule over you. Your neediness puts you subject to their rule. And the slave lends to the lender. Okay? A slave lends to the lender. Mm. That seems to make no sense, right? Mm. Wow. A slave lends to the lender. Mm. How is it that the slave lends to the lender when the slave and the lender sound opposite? What kind of mystery trickery is Solomon talking about? The revelation of this text will come in the time of the redemption of the slaves of Israel. And the Most High is about to overturn their condition. And he will make the slave the lender to the, the one he wants borrowed from. So he will switch the roles. Mm. You see? So the slave lends, he will loan out to the one that used to be the lender. The revelation of this will come at that time, thereby keeping the context of Proverbs when he said, my son talking to the son to whom the letter is written to, who understands the text, receiving the message from the past in the future. Hi, nice to meet you. Because the slave is the children of Israel, and now the Most High is saying, follow these instructions, and I'll make you the lender and not the borrower. Continue. Whoever sows wickedness will reap wrong. Period. You do wickedness, you're going to get the evil. So why is everybody praying for people who are receiving wrong? They sowed wickedness. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Righteousness is present. You have a choice. You sow wickedness, you're going to continue to get it, but you're sowing it. You understand what I'm saying? You got me? Yes, sir. And the rod of his wrath will come to an end. The Most High will not be angry always. His wrath will cease. What's coming up ahead of us in this endeavor, right? In this transition, the Most High's wrath is a coming. It will endure for an extended and persistent time, but it will not be always. The displeasure of his countenance is here. Mm. 
his countenance towards us is not a pleasing one. His demeanor, his face. So now we're going into the judgment. Continue. Whoever is benevolent will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor man. So let's look at this word benevolent. Whoever is kind. Right? Kind. Whoever shows kindness will be blessed. What is he doing? He's feeding the hungry. I know it says the poor man, but in truth, it is feeding the hungry. And the poor man in this case is the man who has done righteousness to be in and among the people of Allah, the people of Yah, the sons of Israel, in building their city, their community, buying back their land. So you're going to become poor in buying back your land. And that's cash poor. You're going to become land rich. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're on it as a collective. We'll continue as a collective. So giving the food. So when I say we're buying livestock, we're buying food, everyone is going to remain and follow the rules and we will grow together. That is kindness. It is called benevolence. It's not a charitable organization. This is a reorganization of a people. This ain't charity. This ain't a 501c3. I'm not asking nobody for nothing. As far as governments go, I'm not going down to Pharaoh and filing Pharaoh's paperwork. I'm doing this according to the instruction. You understand? Yes, sir. So, benevolence, goodness, is causing poor people to be sustained in the what? Hmm. In the famine. Famine is a comment. Continue. Drive out the scoffer. Period. Okay? Hmm. You don't like how things is done out here? You don't agree with it? You gotta go. Everything is a joke. He, he, ha, ha. Send them away. You're dismissed. You see? He, he, ha, ha has its place. But being one who scoffs and mocks at instructions and at requests that are necessary, drive them out. Right? Yes, sir. Continue. And send out the quarrelsome man. Send out mm. the quarrelsome man. The man that like to argue. Everything is an argument. Everything is a debate. Kick him out, too. I'm telling you the rules of the house that you're coming into. 
Kick him out too. We can have a discussion. You may express what you're thinking, what you're feeling. You may even express what your understanding is. However, you will receive a set of instructions for processing and you will process it that way. Because when you do this, there's a benefit. What's the benefit? Contention and pain will cease. And contention and pain will cease. So by sending these two out, mm. we can begin the process of healing. We can stop arguing and we can heal so that there is no more pain. You know how to talk. You know how to discuss. And we can overcome and heal issues, not cover them up. We'll be back after this. All right. We're getting ready to continue. Where do we leave off? We're headed to verse 11, sir. Okay. Contention and pain will cease the healing. You know, like that's such an important aspect, right? My sister has been with me now, how long? Since October. Yes, sir. And I maintain a real quiet and peaceful environment. You know, there's just not a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have my routine. I have my responsibilities. But there's not a lot of excess extra frivolousness for nothing. You know, like it's direct. Everything is intentional. It's headed towards somewhere. I'm working on something and I just don't waste the peace. I need time to think. I need time to meditate. You know, sometimes I need time for my own expression, but I still maintain an environment that lacks contention because I want people to rest. I want people to think. I want people to heal. You cannot do that in a hustling, busy environment. Mm -hmm. You just can't. So you have to put these two people out. Quarrelsome and the scoffer. Too many jokes. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna make a joke that's sinful. And you're going to get put out. Always arguing. Always debating. Always you're going to get put out. And I'm saying that because. Sometimes people forget that they're here to learn. And in the process of learning, then we start doing. Right. But I'm always going to be on guard for these things because the moment people get relaxed. Right. After a couple of days, <laughs> after the first check come, all of a sudden their inner demons rise up. And I go, they're going to be out of here soon. 
Just let them finish what they started. <laughs> Am I right? In the tech sector in the back? I get a thumbs up back there in the tech sector. All right. Continue. Allah loves the pure of heart. And through the kindness of his lips, he will be a friend to the king. Sorry. That's personal. <laughs> this for me. Yeah. Okay. Who goodness this? When man. you, when you, when you. There's the answer. <laughs> That's all I can say. There's the answer, sir. When you earn your kingship, okay, there are many kings under me. You see, most people don't know what king is. Let me give you the lawful definition of a king. First, he have a law. Mm. King must have his Articles of law. Okay? The second thing a king must have is land. Land. Without the possession of land, the king have nothing to express his dominion over because the king's dominion is his land. You see that? Yes, sir. So you have a law. You have a land. Mm -hmm. The third thing the king have is his inherited Judgment and house. Inherited. Judgment. Judgment. And house. Mm -hmm. So you take a man and you teach him his law and you train him in his inherited judgment over his house. Because within the inherited judgment, it tells him what his customs and what his traditions are. It tells him who he is to affiliate with, who he is to not affiliate with. How he is to work with his affiliates what they contribute and the status of their relationship and where he falls in his kingship. Yeah, you know, you can be king and there's a level. Okay, excuse me, sir. So, um, tell him his 
The inherited judgment in his house will tell him his customs, traditions, affiliations. And what was the last one, sir? It tells him his affiliations. Mm -hmm. It tells him how to work okay. with his affiliates. What they what their agreement was to bring, what his agreement is to bring to the table. There's a whole cooperation and where his level fall in the kingship. It tells him the boundaries, what he have authority over and when he don't. How to administer justice and when he is to be silent. So this is what entitles a king. But you cannot get it, the relationship with Allah without being pure of heart. Mm. Meaning you have to accept this teaching. You have to accept this judgment. And you have to accept this king and how the judgment fall and meet out to you and making you king over your father's house. So your relationship, this is what Solomon was talking about. It's not I'm king and you're regular. We are kings. This is the, the, the organization and the affiliation and the organization among the brethren. Just because I sit at the head does not mean you are not the head where you are appointed. Mm. See? So if you lack your father's judgment over the house, you will never be king of anything except your imagination. Mm. It's the only place you can be king. I am the king of R&B. This imagination. Nobody king over any creativeness. This the next person come with a new creative thing, and a lot of people like it. Sales and numbers, all of this is popularity, this nothing. Okay? If that's the case, every person that ever made anything that became super popular was the king of it. So now you have a bajillion kings. Who's number one? Ah, nobody. In real life, though, the kingship is allotted. There is an order among kings. So I'm not talking about this. We need to figure out how to get you pure of heart. What I told you, re-evaluating your education, 
Repeating these teachings to yourself daily will fill your heart and then it will come out of your mouth. Once it starts to come out of your mouth, you still haven't done anything. So you have to get up now and what you say, you have to do. You must showcase the words in action. This is why coming here is vitally important because without the hands-on and the walking and the understanding, you only heard. You do not know. So, if you want to know about how to become the most high as a friend, you have to experience this for yourself. I'm not telling nobody. My relationship, my relationship, the goodness I am seeing. And it has nothing to do with belief. All about being pure of heart. Mm. Wow. The eyes of Allah guard knowledge, but he removed the words of robbers. So it is the most high. And he's looking over knowledge, mm. all knowledge. What is knowledge? Most people don't know what knowledge is. Let's go take a look at knowledge, please, because they guess him. I know I could feel it. <laughs> Okay. Look at this. The state or fact of knowing, mm-hmm. f- familiarity, mm-hmm. awareness, mm-hmm. or understanding gain through experience or study. And it's experience and, and study. study. So if the, if the Most High guards and He's keeping and watching over knowledge. Right? You may study this video, Mm. but without the experience, experience, you have not gained knowledge. So he will not give you the reward because you're not doing. Let me write that down, please. Mm. Mm -mm. You see? People think knowledge is to know, and knowledge is not to know. Knowledge is to. Knowledge is to study and do. This how you gain awareness. That's the first step. Familiarity is the second step of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> So with understand with understanding is hearing and doing, mm-hmm. and knowledge is to study, study and, and do. do, and you have to gain knowledge and understanding together. together. They are sisters. Okay, the proof that you understand is you heard, and you did what you heard. You understood the information being said. If you 
do not have understanding, then you need to gain knowledge. Okay? You're going to have to study what was instructed and then do it to become familiar with it. Go through the process. Don't take the shortcut. Get familiar with get familiar with the process the right way, not the shortcut. Don't skip steps. Skipping steps is a problem. I have no desire in my being for the skipping of any steps. If I don't complete a step, I stopped because I couldn't go any further. I'm not going to jump past it. I may have to work on a different point, but I'm not skipping that next step. That next step must be completed. Hmm. I'm waiting because, you know, people writing, I'm giving them time. This is called uh, patience. This is, in entertainment, they call it dead silence. It's not the dead. This is where meditation it lives. So in order... To obtain the knowledge mm -hmm. and the familiarity, the awareness, the understanding, experience, and study, that means there is a need of a teacher. Always. And that teacher must have all of these right. himself in order to teach. So there's a person that can, there's four people, okay? Mm -hmm. There's a person that can hear, and the moment he hears, he understands, and he's able to do, so he does. Mm -hmm. There's a person, he doesn't hear very well, but if he sees it once or twice, he understands what to do, and he does. So, there's a third person. He, this person, he doesn't hear so well. He saw it, but he's not getting it. But if you coach him through it while he does it with himself, he gets it, and then he can continue to do it, because so he does. Okay? So now, he, the first one can hear and do. The second one can only see and do. The third one, he has to hear, see, and do, and he does. Okay? Mm -hmm. There's a fourth one. Mm -hmm. Right? The fourth one, he has to hear, see, do, and then do it repeatedly before they get understanding and then he continues and he does. Okay? These are the four students. He needs rep. The fourth one needs repetition. Mm. As a master teacher, you teach all the students as if they're the fourth one. Each one gains the understanding in their time according to their ability. 
but you teach all the same. So in coming here, you will all hear, you will all see, you will all do slowly under observation, then under light observation, then with little to no observation. Okay? Because inspection comes anyway. There's always an inspection to ensure quality. So when you come here, you're coming to learn. If you come here and you think you already know you have already failed, you're going to end up getting put out. It doesn't matter what you give. doesn't matter what, how you feel. It doesn't matter. Nothing. You come here to learn. The integrity of the survival of the nation is greater than any one man. I'm going to say it again. The integrity of the survival of the nation and its building is greater than any one man. There is only one man who is integral to the building, and that's the one that the Most High has appointed to complete it. Okay, so the integrity of the survival of the nation, we complete that last part for me, sir, is greater than any one man. All right, so I think it cut off where it was talking about there is no one man greater than the mission, greater than the rebuilding of the nation, right? Which is the mission. And to further expound upon that, there is an exception, except the man, the Most High has appointed to complete the mission. All right? And you say, what makes him so special? Because that which the Most High has appointed to complete it is going to succeed at it. Okay? His instruction, the way the Most High made him, the understanding he has, he will succeed at it. Yes. Okay? Everyone else is going to fail. The Most High will appoint one man to say, listen, there is a man down in the tribe of Asher. <laughs> Go to this place and meet him here. I want him to do this task. He will succeed. That man is important. Everybody else, no talk. Here is the task. We need this, this, and this done. What say you? That man, well, if I was to do this task, I would do this, 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 this. Make it so. Give him everything he needs to complete it. He will complete it. Everybody else fall in line. Right? 
So each task is separate. Okay? Each task has its appointed man. Mm-hmm. Each task <laughs> has its appointed person. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is what I want in my tabernacle. There's a man, and his name will be Barakaya. <laughs> Barakia, Barakaya, something like this. Okay? Guess what? I'll go looking for this man. When I find him, his name may not be Barakia. It may not be Barakia. This man's name might be <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Guess what? When I get the confirmation that that man is the man, and I double check, you sure is it this one? This the one I want. Send him. Okay. <laughs> hey, Steve. Your name no longer Steve. Your name Barakia. Get over here and do what the most I want over here. Mm. End of the story. You understand? Like, it does not require a lot of the things that other people think it does. Whatever that man have and don't have is not even the issue. It is eliminated. Because when he start doing it, the way he sees it, the way he understands it, his, from his understanding that the Most High gave him, the result, the ending, come out the way the Most High wanted. The result. Okay? So, and those results come about because it talks about how the Most High removes the words of robbers. Mm-hmm. So the appointed man is doing something and he doesn't have any evil within him. He has a pure heart. There's nothing he desires to get. There's nothing he wants. He's doing it out of a pure heart. He understands this is what Allah has asked from me. I will make it. Mm. You see? (laughs) So he has pure heart. But the removal of the words of robbers, what the robbers' words are, If we get this, surely we can make 
this amount of money. Surely we can gain this amount of mm-hmm. wealth. There is a profit here. Mm-hmm. You see? Wow. So you don't see and don't give when it doesn't profit you. Oh, we're building this to build the nation. You have to give up the wealth of the nations to build this. There's no profit in that. Okay? Stay out there among the nations. Mm-hmm. When the death comes, we have a money. <laughs> give, give, give. We don't care. <laughs> right? And what happens when the money is no longer good? It has no value. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is... This is worthless now. This nation has fallen. Mm-hmm. The money is nothing. Oh, no. Now you cry. Mm-hmm. But I'm American. <laughs> I, I have. Okay, then you want to trade goods. You'll find any way to survive. <laughs> yeah. But what happens? The Most High removed your words. They don't have any legs to stand on. Mm-hmm. Continue. The sluggish says in his laziness, there is a lion outside and in the streets, I will be killed. So this is the saying, and this is what we say. Oh, we understand there's a lion outside and in the streets, you'll be killed. There's always a lion outside. Lions live outside. Mm -hmm. Why is the lion coming to kill you specifically? So what is the truth of this saying? Think about it. (laughs) There is always a lion outside. Do you see that? There's always a lion outside. There's a lion outside. (laughs) They always outside. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Okay. So the lazy person has an excuse. He believes his excuse to be valid because it is true. But the truth is, the lion is always outside. You went outside yesterday, you weren't killed. How did you come up with this excuse for this today? Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Oh, uh, you know, this, this is excuses. You don't want to. Right? Everything that you're saying you cannot do, you have done previously. Now, in this time, you don't want to. So there's a lion outside and I will be killed. Why is the lion coming to kill you? Hmm? Why this lion is coming to find you specifically? It's an excuse. So we know all the excuses of lazy people sound like this to us. Okay? The market is down. I can't sell my house for its full value. 
We didn't ask you to sell your house for full value. We asked you to sell it for what you can get. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a simple thing. It's a real thing. The market is now. And you can't sell your house at full value, except for that wasn't what the instruction was. So there's a lion outside, now we'll be killed. How does this kill you? This, this, why is this specifically going to destroy you? You know, this lion does not know you. So now the lion, he is so cognizant of people. He is coming to get you specifically. He is tracking you down. He's never met you before. <laughs> he's a, he's a send you threatening messages on the Twitter. The lion. That's outside. All of them out there, but this, this, there's a one. He steal the phone from the park ranger, and the lion is messaging you threatening messages from the Twitter. <laughs> when I get my hands on you, I am going to eat you. <laughs> Just want you to know how excuses sound in the court. Though what you say may be true, your result does not exist. Oh my goodness. What you're saying is true, but the result you are painting does not exist. Right? So here's a honest thing, right? I'm a teacher. As a teacher with students, I do not approach unto my students for relationship. This is not the place That's right. for that. Mm. Okay? Not because of a conflict of interest or this, this, and this. The student came to me for learning and development. After learning and development complete, then the student may engage having reached their level. Mm-hmm. At that time, this, this is way later. Okay? But while they have come to learn, I have to prepare a control, a buffer, so that a boundary, so that the student cannot come to me and I cannot come to the student. We cannot have any involvement. To protect the interest of the student in what they said they desired. They come to learn, we hear for student learning. You must get the task, you must get the skills, you must obtain the knowledge. Okay? Anything else is a perversion. Hmm. You understand? So the outcome is legitimate. Okay? 
The outcome is that this is a real thing, right? Sometimes students, they become attached to the teacher and they begin to look with hero eyes, they call it. This person is doing so much for me. That's great. When you're not student, okay, let's see if you make this the same decision. When you're not student, not while you're student, okay? Grow up, finish, develop, work, do, go. In that time, we can do something else. We can discuss, right? That's called integrity, right? I am protecting myself, right? And I am protecting the student. If you go and get the student and the student doesn't get the knowledge and they don't develop and now you're complaining that the student doesn't know and they're not doing right. You got a student they didn't know when they came to you. <laughs> See? Mm. So now you have a problem. That's real. Okay? Let's pick a fake one. Okay? Yes, sir. Okay. So, why didn't you sow the field today? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't sow the field today because the sun was high in the sky and it was hot. <laughs> it was too hot to be outside. <laughs> May Yah bless you and keep you and make his light to shine upon you. Yah bless thee in all thy business and keep you from the demons of the night and things that cause terror and from the demons in the, of the noonday and of the morning. And Yah keep you from the malignant spirits and phantom. And Yah be gracious unto you and lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. May Yah's face shine upon you when occupied in the law and reveal to you its secrets and be merciful to you. May Yah lift you up and his countenance upon you in prayer. In this work of repentance to rebuild the house of David for the redemption of the people who Yah has chosen to make up his special portion and give them peace in the end. Yah increase the righteous who obey the instructions and come and work diligently a thousandfold of account of this benediction and bless them beyond numbering. Amen. Assalamu alaikum.